danger. It's danger. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're wild. You're wild. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? World's most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Ain't for everybody. Good morning, USA. Hey, fam. Good morning. Hey, Yee. It's Friday. I've lost track of the days. I'm in Dallas right now in Dallas. Did you have your uh, lips your lip service show out in Dallas yet or that's tonight? Yes, we had our lip show service in Dallas. We've been traveling a lot. We came from Houston yesterday. We're in Dallas now. It's freezing here, by the way. Mm -hmm. And I still don't have a coat. You say freezing. It's so cold. What's freezing out? What's what's freezing in Dallas? Um, let me tell you something. I was doing that cold dance where you jump from foot to foot. I was. It's cold out here. They said that it actually is a cold front that just came in. Yeah, because it's like 35 degrees here. It's like maybe tw- 29, between 29 and 35 here. But then uh, as soon as I leave today, I'm headed to New Orleans. Okay. And we got a lift service live. It's, the weekend means nothing to me right now. We've been on this tour for, what, 10 days now? Maybe, yep, yep, no, yep. two weeks. And it's a lot, a lot of work. Like, I am beat. Okay. But we'll be in New Orleans tonight with Supercent and with Currency. So that's going to be an interesting show because I know Supercent's going through a lot and she has a lot to get off her chest. Okay. So. And shout out to Currency, too. Currency's my guy. What up, New Orleans? All right. Now, let's get the show cracking. Jacquees will be joining us this morning. Yeah, the King, King of, of R&B. R&B. That's right. He'll be joining us. So we'll talk to him. He has a new project, a new album that's out today. And let's get the show cracking. What are we starting, you? Uh, Front page news. Let's talk about this restaurant manager who finally has gotten some jail time. I feel like he deserves more. And this is modern day slavery. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Now, in Thursday Night Football, the Raiders beat the Chargers 26-24. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee? So I was telling you how cold it is here in Dallas. Well, apparently there is some Arctic blasts going on right now, and there's Mm -hmm. record low temperatures in the eastern United States. Also, they're saying here in Texas and Oklahoma, there's record low temperatures that are possible across here along with parts of the Ohio Valley. So just so you know, yes, it is cold. The National Weather Service in Kansas City tweeted out a map and blamed the bad smell of uh, manure on more than 300 miles north. They're saying that there was an unusual order odor which was traced to someplace in minnesota so okay. the cold temperatures have had unusual side effects in some places yeah it's freezing here this morning like i say when i say cold it's probably they said it's the coldest since uh may and it's freezing it's about 29 degrees dress appropriately that's all i'm gonna say don't think it's gonna be one of those light days well i'll just wear a hoodie no you're gonna freeze your ass off i have to get a coat mm-hmm. all right now the democrats the impeachment inquiry has hit overdrive they're actually trying to make sure that they get this all done uh, by Christmas. What a great Christmas present that will be. So uh, there's a push right now to get him impeached, Donald Trump. And what does that mean? Well, that probably means that they have all kinds of evidence that they feel very confident about that will lead to impeachment. Now, a lawyer for the whistleblower whose complaint triggered the whole inquiry has sent a letter to the White House counsel 
warning of possible legal action if Trump does not cease and desist in attacking the whistleblower. And any physical, if any physical harm comes to him or his family, then they are saying that there will be a lawsuit. So uh, looks like this is an overdrive right now. Of course, Donald Trump feels like he is being targeted. <laughs> what type of threat is that? If something happens to me, I'm going to sue you. You're going to be dead. If something happens to you, what are you talking about? Right, because he keeps on threatening this uh, whistleblower and saying that he wants to meet that person face-to-face. Yeah, right. And you know how, how crazy some Trump supporters are. Absolutely. All right, now, a restaurant manager has gotten 10 years in prison for beating and torturing a black employee. John Christopher Smith, he was suffering in silence for years in South Carolina. The restaurant manager physically abused him, forced him to work more than 100 hours a week without pay. The manager is Bobby Paul Edwards. He's 54 years old. He was sentenced to 10 years this week. He has to also pay back restitution Mm -hmm. of about $270,000. He pleaded guilty to one count of forced labor for coercing Smith to work extensive hours with no pay. The manager, who is white, used violence, used threats, intimidated him, and the uh, employee's black. And he actually would beat him with a belt, hit him with pots and pans, burned him. Uh, Smith did have intellectual disabilities. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Go ahead. And he was afraid that he would lose lose his job. At one point, he was burned on his bare neck with hot tongs to make him actually work faster. Right. So he didn't have any family or anybody that he could go to to actually help him out. And that's why this manager was able to get away with this for so long. Now, what happened was, in 2014, a frequent customer noticed the scars on his body when he was putting down food and called authorities and those authorities did remove Smith from the restaurant and now the victim is about 40 years old so this is modern day enslavement absolutely I was every question I was going to ask you answered I was going to say well where was his family I was going to say you know uh, it, was he an immigrant what was he using against him that he could just continue was, what was he scared about to you know to not tell anybody but you answered everything that's so sad he should have got more than 10 years what up Charlamagne well yeah he started working there um, when he was only 12 years old busting tables and washing dishes wow And then when Edwards took over as manager, that's when things really took a bad turn. Wow. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. Call us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Little John. What's going on, DJ Envy, Charlamagne Tha God, Angela Lee? You cannot be named after one of the most Yee. legendary hip-hop iconic figures ever, sir. And it's Angela Yee, bro. What's up? <laughs> hey, how y'all doing this morning? I want to give a shout-out to my daughter, Taisha Little John. Man, stop. Oh, that's your real name. Your real last name is Lil John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. She's graduating college next month, NCCU. Okay. And, uh... Go follow on Instagram, Little John 4K. Hey, congratulations. congratulations. Congratulations to you being a black man who raised a fine young daughter, sir. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Have a good one, bro. Check out, check out on uh, YouTube, too. Little John 4K. All right, Little John. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, man? It's David. Yo, this Envy. David, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no cursing, bro. Yo, Envy, what up, man? What up, Charlemagne? Angela Yee? Peace, King. How are you? Oh, man. Nah, I just want to get off my chest, man. Yo, I'm so excited right now, but now nah, I got this racist manager, man. I work in a factory, man. He's a foreman, you know, and, and he's giving all the white heads, uh, white people, $2 raises. He's only giving us us $1 raises, man. I don't, wow. I don't know what to do, man. It's driving me nuts, so. 
don't know so, what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Is it literally all the white people are getting two dollar raises? Yeah, like you know, we like we put in the work, you know, and uh, they they all go out fishing and all that. You know what I mean? They don't go out Sounds fishing. Like you might have a class action lawsuit. Why don't you? Did you go to Human Resources? And, and I don't even know. Can he go to Human Resources and complain? Is that where he goes? I don't know. No, I don't know. But y'all, all I want to know, all I want to say is, yo, I'm mad excited right now. Like I love y'all. You know what I mean? Y'all keep it real. You know, I listen to y'all at work. You know, YouTube and all that. You know what I mean? Thank you, brother. Yeah, sorry we couldn't help you with, um, you know, firing your foreman or getting at him. I don't know. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? This is Nikki. Nikki, what's up? Get it off your chest, Nikki. I'm so upset that I didn't know there was a detour on my way to work and I had to drive all the way around to get to a place that was, like, right there. Don't you hate when that happens? I absolutely hate it. <laughs> and then you running a little late now because the detour got you off 10 minutes and that 10 minutes meant everything to you? Well, I leave real early, so I, I wasn't late. I'm, oh, I, I, that just happens to me. Create a buffer for that. <laughs> all right, thank you, Mama. Me too. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jay from Jacksonville. What's up, Jay? Get it off your chest. I was going to talk about how I got the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Pretty, pretty Lord have mercy. Can here. we go one day without talking about the goddamn Popeye's chicken sandwich? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, we could. Envy, envy, envy. I actually was going to ask you instead, man. Can you hook my homeboy up with the blood you got in your head, man? <laughs> All right, let me, let me tell you what you got to do. You ready? Yeah. Grow your hair, bro. That's all it That's is. That's all I did. That's all Envy, I did was grow my hair. Envy has a trap toupee. I just needed need to stop moving around. It's not moving. It's my hair. No, head. no. Hey, listen. Hey, from now on, any black man in hip-hop that got the hair plugs like Envy, Tory Lanez, Tiger, LeBron James, we call those trap toupees. Okay? <laughs> all right, Envy, now would be a great time for you to do a hair affinity deal or something. If that, if you, now, you know me, and you know how I love money. If, please believe if I had hair plugs, I would all right, be doing all I got type you. of... I'm about, to, I'm about to get you a hair affinity deal. It's my real hair. I can't do it. It's not honest. You're a goddamn I liar. didn't say it wasn't real hair. And this oh, will not goodness. be the first time you promote something that you don't use, okay? You're a radio personality. Knock it off. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Marquita. Hey, Marquita, get it off your chest. Okay, is y'all name there? Yes, ma'am, I'm here. I feel like you should be able to pre-record the yo-yo-yos in the morning. I think so, too. I feel like it should happen. I mean, if the contract says 605, then it is what it is. Exactly. No, he can't do that. I'm yes, sorry. Like, why, why not? Because it's failing. It's feeling. Today should have been a, a cold yo 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 yo. Tomorrow should have been a, a, a this yo yo. Like you have different feelings, different expressions. We don't just want to hear the same yo 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 every not, day. Not really. Yeah. The, the yo 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 is what you make it. Right. And then we can say it with them. So I feel like he should pre record us. I think I'm going to do that for you, boo. Goodbye. Hello. Who's this? I'm going to up on Marquita like that. Hello. This is Ben. Hello. Good morning. 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 What's up, Ben? Get morning. Your chest. Yo, why are you guys playing that? Like, the Vito song and the Afrobeat song, like, is the only African song in the world. You don't like that song? Well, I don't know why Envy keep playing that same song over and over. I don't all think... this other Afrobeat music out here. There are more African songs, like, Sankodier, from Ghana, like, all this other African songs. But you guys are playing, like, that three African... It's like, when you, when you show up to, like, a... Uh, like a, a party, and then they're like, oh, you, you're a black person, so you must like fried chicken. Well, listen, here's the thing. You know, uh, radio, <laughs> we, we treat the African artists the same way we treat the American artists. We play the same American songs over and over. We play the same African songs Yeah, there's no difference. Yeah, bro, 
Come on, man. It's just like you guys like... Oh, Jobaya. Right? Job, 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 Jobaya. Yeah, like, come on, man. There's some good songs from Ghana. Like, you know, good artists from Ghana. Sako, yeah, they do just want BET Awards. Yeah, what but... You, you know what, Burner Boy? Yeah, Burner, Burner, Burner Boy is okay. We like, have Burner Boy up here. You talking about somebody Ghana. else. Shatta Wallet from Ghana. Come on, man. Bro, 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 we don't pick the, ri- the records. That's, that's a the lie. Every play. picks all the Stop music. Stop it, man. People believe it. They believe that. It's the and truth. Hair's fake. Stop it. It's the truth. Goodbye, sir. We, 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 you have a great weekend. All right, boss. Thank you. I'm assuming he's African. Hello, who's this? What's going on, America? This is your boy, Rich, from Brooklyn. What's going on, Envy and Yee? Rich, what's up? Good morning. Charlamagne's here now. Yeah, oh, what's going on in the guard? What's going on in the guard? What's up, King? How are you? We doing well, man. We need your yo yo yos in the morning, bro. We missing that, man. I know. I'll be tired. <laughs> yeah, man. But look, um, I, I just want to custody battle on my son. Just want to custody battle. I just want to say congratulations to myself for staying in the yes. fight, man. There you go. There you go. Yeah, check out my page, Rich Fatherhood, man. I need all the single parents to show support, Rich Fatherhood on Instagram, man. Man, follow him. I need that. Salute to all the black men out there changing the narrative, man. I don't know who said that we not yeah. in our children's lives. Because all the brothers I know are. I need to follow y'all. Support Rich Fatherhood, man, on Instagram and Twitter. Follow All right, bro. Me, Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, you, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and do we want to continue this conversation from yesterday? We'll tell you what happened after this whole T.I. podcast about uh, having the doctor check his daughter's hymen went viral, how the podcast host had responded. We'll tell you what Dr. Oz had to say, amongst other things. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, there's been a lot of conversation about T.I.'s comments on the Ladies Like Us podcast with Nazanin Mandi and Nadia Moham. And here is the original comments that have people really uh, going in. We have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her height. Oh. We'll sit down and the doctor will come and talk. And, you know, the doctor is maintaining a high level of professionalism. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you know, sir, in order for me to share information, I say, Deja, they want you to sign this. Then they come and say, okay, uh, I just want you to know. There are other ways besides sex that the hymen can be broken. Bike riding, other forms of athletic physical activity. Is she an athlete? No. I say, look, dog. She's not. She don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bikes. She don't play no sports, man. Just check the hymen, please. All right. Well, a lot of people have weighed in publicly on that, including us. And here is what Jeannie Mai had to say on The Real. I support what T.I. is doing. I understand how hard it must be to communicate with an opposite gender daughter, especially in this time, and especially what he must have seen and known. For me, I was a very wild girl. I, I didn't like rules. I rebelled a lot. Even my dad, who's in the audience, I used to sneak up my boyfriend into my room because I had a window and I would sneak him in the room. Dad, we never talked about it, but I remember one time, Dad, you walked into my room when I was about to go to sleep and he lifted up the blankets really quick. And then he looked at me and he just said, okay, Gong, go to sleep. And he walked away and I was like, he knows. Wasn't no ADD, ADT in that house, goddammit. I'd heard All every right, door peeping. Dr. Your butt, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Bedroom door da- open. <laughs> and Dr. Oz talked to TMZ about what he thought about this approach. Uh, it's a little bit invasive. I, I can understand parents wanting to know what's going on with their yeah. health. If you've got polyps or some other abnormality, mental health issues, that's a big one. But I don't know about checking if the child's hymen is intact. Because you, know, you can be intimate and not have vaginal sex. And I would hope you have other ways of being honest with each other that doesn't require an OBGYN to get involved. 
I'm on Doctor Oz today. Just want to throw that out there. Me and uh, the Godfather Elvis Duran. Mm-hmm. All right, and Irv Gotti also weighed in on TMZ. I love the shit out of my daughter. My daughter could do whatever, right. well, whatever she wants. Not your daughter in uh, particularly, but just taking a daughter every day till she's 18 to check for her virginity. I mean, that's yeah, kind I'm of. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Does, that but I'm not knocking Ti. I understand his logic and his. His line of thinking. Really? What about his logic and line of thinking? That's his daughter. He's going to be a father to his daughter how he wants to be a father to his daughter. Nobody is wrong. Like, Dr. Oz isn't wrong, Jenny Maya isn't wrong, or Gotti isn't wrong. It's all a matter of opinion and parenting style. Some parents are overprotective, some parents are intrusive, and some parents aren't. It's simple. And what Jenny Meyer is saying is absolutely correct. And uh, the answer to her question to me is all of the above. Because I, I saw her saying that, you know, what is T.I. worried about? Uh, I think it's everything she said. STDs, yes, STDs getting pregnant, pregnant. just mm-hmm. out here loose, giving her goodies away to some young boy who don't give a damn about her. I'm afraid of all of that as a father. And you get pregnant well, at 16. She, 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 Deja seems like she's a great daughter and the yeah, decisions that she's made in her life. And I feel like you can have conversations and make sure you keep a close watch on your daughter and also be a great dad and be active. And being active doesn't equal you have to make sure you check her hymen. Listen, man. So you get, that's just my thoughts. You get pregnant at 16, who's taking care of the baby? What job can you get at 16 to provide for a child? I don't want my daughter having sex. And you sex. can check. I don't want my daughter having sex at 14, 15, 16. When she turns 18, she's in college. Hey, she's her own woman. Yeah, and you can check your daughter's hymen every year, and that doesn't mean she's not going to have sex. That is very true. Could, I, I don't even and her like... hymen could also be broken, and it could, doesn't mean she has... And then what happens if she does have sex? That now is what? very is true. Is she not allowed back in the house? Like, I, what happens? That is very true. I don't agree with the hymen checking thing simply because you can check the hymen, and, and, and that don't mean anything. She can still be out here being sexually active. But my point is, if you still need me to sign a permission slip for you to participate in school activities, then you're too young to be participating in sexual activities. End quote. Yeah, and I feel Daddy, like that could be a Daddy conversation... All right, but uh, in addition to that, that podcast is no longer available. The hosts have taken down the Ladies Like Us podcast. They posted to everyone confused, angry, and hurt by the recent episode of Ladies Like Us. We want to start off by saying that we sincerely apologize for our knee-jerk reaction to the uncomfortable topic. We were completely caught off guard, shocked, and looking back, we should have reacted much differently in the moment. The comments that were made and the reaction that followed are not in any way a reflection of our personal views on the topic. We support and love women and feel that their bodies are theirs to do as they wish. There was absolutely no ill intent toward any party involved and feel we feel deeply awful about the entire incident. We are not perfect and we take full accountability. Yeah, they need to quit. They need to throw the whole podcast away. This is why I don't think everybody should be a personality. Okay. Yeah, this, that was why. This is why everybody shouldn't be in broadcasting because number one, you're a personality. You are not responsible for what, what somebody T. I. Else says. Yeah, no. how he raises his daughter. No, and who cares if you laugh? Some people laugh when they're uncomfortable. Some people laugh when they're hearing something outrageous and they're laughing at the audacity of the person, not what they said. But F all that. Everyone is not going to agree with you. Everyone's not going to agree with your content, and you can't go around apologizing every time you have a show or an interview that people don't agree with. You got to be built for the backlash from the artist and the audience. And some people aren't, some people don't. Some people, some people are, some people aren't. So throw the whole podcast. Well, away. maybe they honestly felt like, you know, looking back, we shouldn't have reacted Stop that it, way. Yeah. And if that's really Stop how it. they felt, why can't they express that? Yeah, you know, they didn't feel like that. They did that because all the backlash they received. I mean, I can't say that, but they might have been like, "Damn, looking back, that was kind of whack." Man. They might have thought that for real. He didn't do anything illegal. He's raising his daughter, trying exactly. to raise his daughter the best way he can. Exactly. Yeah, not that it's illegal, but maybe they felt like they should have pushed back and questioned it a little. You can't that's question all. how he raised And there's nothing kids, wrong. You know? Yeah, but you can also push back and be like, you know, it is invasive to do that to a, a young woman's body and to go with her inside the room and when she's trying to have a conversation with the doctor, they might feel like that. Every single time they receive backlash from an artist or the audience, they're going to be out here apologizing. Some people are built for it, some people aren't. All right, now Tanache has just signed a deal with Rock Nation, so 
Looks like that's going down for her. She has debuted a couple of singles since joining forces with Rock Nation, Die a Little Bit, and Touch and Go. And both songs were released under her Tanache Music Inc. So good for her. She's got a lot of things um, happening Tana- now, I guess. Tanache got a record that I absolutely love. That record with uh, mm-hmm. Chance the Rapper, All My Friends Are Wasted. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that record is fire. Yes, and one of her songs also features Black, just FYI. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about? Man, this is a terrible incident. Imagine you go to work and uh, you end up dying because of the cleaning supplies. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hi, guys and Let's gals. Let's get in some front page news. Now at Thursday Night Football, the Oakland Raiders beat the Chargers 26-24. Now what else we got, Yeezy? Well, one person was killed and 10 other people were sickened. There was a chemical accident at a Buffalo Wild Wings restaurant yesterday in Burlington, Massachusetts, according to authorities. It appears that somebody must have left this this cleaning formula out. It's called Super 8, and it's it's basically a high concentration of chlorine and bleach. And so one of the employees there was feeling nauseous and ended up uh, getting rushed to the hospital. And they did, unfortunately, pass away. They said other people were sickened as well, too. How strong is that thing? And should people be using it if it could kill somebody? Of a smell? Yeah, the fumes were pretty bad. And I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just a really, really, really high concentrate. That's crazy. All right. Scientists have also discovered the first new HIV strain in nearly two decades. For the first time in 19 years, they've detected a new strain of HIV. It is part of the Group M version of HIV-1. So that's the same family of virus subtypes that they blame for the global HIV pandemic. And so HIV has several different subtypes or strains. And like other viruses, it can change and mutate over time. So they're saying this is the first new Group M HIV strain identified since... Uh, 2000. So it's important to know what strains of the virus are circulating so that you can have the proper test to, de- to detect the disease and make sure those tests are effective. Well, the Illuminati went back to the lab. The Popeye's chicken sandwich isn't killing you niggas fast enough. That's what I get from that. All right, and I told you guys this earlier because I'm in Dallas right now and it's freezing here. They're saying there is an Arctic blast and there could be low record temperatures in the United States, in the eastern part of the United States. They said starting uh, this week, record low temperatures are possible across Texas and Oklahoma, along with parts of the Ohio Valley. They said by Wednesday, there could be more than a dozen record lows in the deep south and the Gulf Coast. So just beware of that if you're out and about in parts of Mississippi and Alabama. They said highs aren't likely to get out of the 30s. Yeah, it's going to be a high of uh, 54 today in Dallas. In New Jersey, it's like 27 right now. New York is like 33. I thought it was a little bit more colder than usual this morning. Yeah, it was cold this morning. Mm. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm, right now I'm in Dallas. I'm headed to New Orleans. But then I go to Detroit. It already snowed in Detroit. Yeah, i seen the snow in Detroit What's already. the weather in Oakland? I got to go to Oakland for Afrotech today. Just for the day, though. I'm just in and out. Let me see. What's Oakland. the weather? What's my, Oakland, California. I know it's Oakland, California. Why you say, what's my favorite word? Why you started singing that's, 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 that? What's what your short? Yo, yo, you got to love black. Drop on a clues bomb for black people. That's how we do geography. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what's the weather in Oakland? Y'all, first thing you think of, what's the rapper in Oakland? Too short. <laughs> what's, what's my, my favorite, favorite word? That's about the weather. <laughs> it's going to be 65 degrees today. Oh, that's cool. All right. All right. Now, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. And the Freaky, Freaky Friday question is, now we've been talking about 
children possibly having sex. Yeah. Now, what about the parents? Well, okay, yeah. I don't all, know. All, oh. all week long. Ooh, I didn't know where know, that was going. Well, no. it's a T.I. conversation, you know, and parents being concerned about our kids having sex. Yes. So let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. kids have concerns, too. Have your kids ever caught you having sex? Or have you caught your parents having sex? Mm. 800-585-1051. Uh, none of my kids have caught me having sex. My daughter That has, you know of? Um, they would have said it. My daughter actually heard it, and uh, she texted it and was like, guys, you know I'm still up right now. Guys, dad, could you keep it down? <laughs> dad, why are you doing all that screaming? <laughs> See, what's dad, screaming? why are you doing all that moaning and yelling? Dad, damn, mom's really putting it on dad tonight. <laughs> I know that's how it goes down in your house. You can't convince no, me otherwise. No, 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 no. You know what? 800-585-1051. I hate y'all. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's Freaky Friday, goddamn. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're asking, have you ever caught your parents having sex at, or... Have your kids ever caught you having sex? Now, this topic comes from Shout to the Bully and the Beast podcast, L'Oreal and Wax. Let's play the audio. Have you ever been caught by... Uh... Oh, plenty, plenty. I got caught plenty. I got caught by moms, grandmoms, brothers. So, <laughs> I was with my friend. Okay. It was 3 o'clock in the morning, let me just say, and I was in a room with a door that was in locked. My son comes in because I guess he heard some noise. All I hear is, Mommy, that is very inappropriate. I am calling my mom. Good. What did your friend say? He was like, he was like, you should have yelled at him so he could think something's wrong. I'm like, I was in f***ing shock. So we're asking 800-585-1051. My kids have never walked in and caught us, but my daughter has texted uh, us and said, guys, I'm still up. Guys. I'm so you checked up. your text during sex? No, this was after. When we checked in, uh, you could see the text. It was like, guys, I'm still up. The next morning, she asked mommy, mommy, what was you doing to daddy last night? He was making so much noise. Shut up. <laughs> it sounded like he was in Shut pain. Shut up. <laughs> Gee, have you ever caught your parents having sex? Uh, I think so. I never walked in on them, but I've heard them. And it's because I was uh, sneaking downstairs in the house. My, my room was all the way on the third floor. So I was creeping downstairs past their room. The door was closed and I heard some conversation it didn't sound like it was fun, though. What conversation did you hear? I don't know. It sounded like they were having sex, but you know how, like, you're tired and you don't really feel like it? <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Okay. What about you, Charlemagne? No. I uh, I, I, I don't remember. I mean, I might have caught my parents having sex one time, but it wasn't like a caught thing. It's like, you know, you, 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 you used to have a ranch-style house in uh, Monk's Corner, and, you, you know, you walk in the door, and you peek in, and you see them under the covers, and you just back away because, you know, you know, you're seeing something you ain't got no business in. But my kids have never caught me simply because I'm not poor and I got locks on my door. Apologies to all those who can't afford locks. Get your money up, King. All right? Your kids would have never caught you if you wasn't a poor-ass nigga who, who could afford locks. I'm, I'm sure right? there's some people out there that could afford locks, that have locks on their doors. Anyway. Well, then lock the goddamn door, then. It's just that simple. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's DJ from uh, Houston. I'm from Cali, but I live in Houston. What's up, brother? What's going on with you? What's going on, man? Yeah, I caught my parents having sex. Well, it wasn't my parents. It was like my mom's and her boyfriend. Damn. I was like 19. I ain't really like the dude, but I'm like, I knocked on the door like, hey, man, what, like, is it cool? <laughs> like, mom, I got to ask you a question. She's like, hold on. I'm like, I, so I just hold walked up. away. <laughs> wow. So a dude you didn't like was knocking down your mom's and you, that, you, that, you had that image in your, your head forever. Was he putting it down? Yeah, bro. I still got it. I don't know. Like, it sounds like, like it, see, Charlamagne, you always got to ask that, man. <laughs> what you mean? I asked you a question. I asked him, was he putting it down? Listen, mommy got to have a life too, bro. 
it's I I feel you on that. It sounded like it sounded like he was, but he, he she was making noise. She was moaning. Yeah, bro. Damn. Like, wow. I, knew, I, I had to knock on the door to kind of break it up real quick. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you rap, bro, but that'd be a great rap song, "Mommy Moaning," and just the perspective of a, a parent, a, a, a cat, kid catching their parent having sex. <laughs> I'm serious. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Ricardo Hanley Jr. from Yonkers. Ricardo Haley Jr., man. You ever walked in on your parents having sex? Tell us about Ricardo Haley Sr. putting it down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nah, I ain't never seen Pops or Mom get it in, but I got a one-year-old. I was giving my shorty some back shots. He walked in with the stun face. I'm talking about he looked shocked like I was hurting her or something. I mean, he probably you know, thought you were hurting hopefully her. Hopefully you were hurting screaming? her, you know, some, some, some nice I mean, pleasurable yeah, pain. You know, I, I, I was putting that pain in, but I'm saying at the same time, you know, like, come on, man, this is love. This is love. Did, you, is love. did you stop? Did, did you, you stop, stop, though? Yeah, nah, I pulled out real quick, snatched him up, took him to the crib. You know, I, I, I couldn't even bust that. Yeah, and you got to tell, you gotta oh, tell him, like, look, gracious. man, you keep interrupting me. You're never going to have a sibling, my G. <laughs> That's a fact, yo. I need a babysitter, man. Oh, my goodness. All right, brother. 800-585-1051. Have you ever caught your parents having sex? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, have you ever caught your parents having sex? Now, we have Pamela on the line. Pamela, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Now, you said your kids caught you having sex? Yes, my six-year-old caught my husband and I in the mix, and thankfully we were in missionary position. So I grabbed my husband, and I was like, just lay down. And so when he did, my son, you know, he was like, well, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, we are playing a game. And he was like, what kind of game are y'all playing? That's an adult game. Like, go away. Bye-bye. Get away. Get out. You got, you got to think a little quick on your feet. Now, you in missionary, right? So what you do is you grab your husband and you put your hand on his back. And when the six-year-old say, what you doing? You say, burping him. But daddy too heavy for me to lift up. So I got to hold him down like this to burp him. You just keep patting his back. Come on, now. Oh, you a fool. No, you can't do that. That's too much time, man. You, you think, think a little quick that. on your Thank feet, you. now. It is, exactly. Have Thank a you, good mama. day. That's today. Hey, how are you? Did you did you ever check uh, catch your parents having sex or your kids catch you having sex, mama? No. Well, my parents, the next morning, my mother goes to me. I just got raped. And next thing you know, my parents are walking around happy as they make me breakfast. I never got the best treatment ever in my life. <laughs> you said I, what? I, I don't know where this phone what? call just went. Yeah, I'm confused. I'm just confused. What happened now? That my parents, right, my mother goes to me the next morning, right? I guess they did whatever they did. The next morning, my parents, my mom looks at me and goes, I just got raped by your father. And she's smiling, and he's smiling, looking at me, and then they're both making breakfast together. Oh, so it was, okay. a, it was a joke. Okay. Oh, okay. But the word rape makes the joke not really yeah, a joke. It's not really funny yeah, at all. That's <laughs> one of those things you know, that you... Listen, take it from me. That's one of those things you keep in the house amongst each other. <laughs> all right? You say that to each yeah, other. I, you don't have to repeat yeah, that publicly. I guess, I, guess, I guess my father put in the work. I don't know. Yeah, rape ain't the right word for it. All right, mama. Don't you, don't, yeah, keep that to yourselves Hello. in the house. Hello, who's this? Okay. Nisha. Hey, Nisha. You Hi. caught your parents having sex or your kids caught you? I caught my parents. And what happened? You sound mad, too. Under the bed, right? And my mom was on her knees and then she looked me in my eyes. Wait, wait, wait. You was I... under the bed? <laughs> yeah. Why was you, you under the bed? Under the bed? My, my mom, I want to know what they was doing in there. Cause like she hear my mom say, oh, daddy, oh, daddy. I'm like, but I call him daddy. And I, I see why she was saying, oh, my daddy. 
Yo, you sound oh wild God. incestual right now. So wait, wait. And you wanted to see that because you actually hid under the bed. And what if that man would have pulled? What if that man would have pulled out and let that let that stuff f- f- fall towards the oh carpet? My and, you just, oh my and you just happened to be looking up. At so hold on, Charlamagne. Let me let me let you know something. First of all, when, and you playing Nintendo, and you hear these. We we in, a, we in an apartment building. Our walls is really thin. You hear these stupid noises. You want to be like, wait, hold on. What's going on here? No, you mind so your what? business. That's that goddamn boogeyman your parents keep telling you about. And that well, little poor. Thing as the boogeyman. Hello. Well, you saw the boogeyman that night. He was boogieing all over your I mama, was wasn't he? I was traumatized. <laughs> I was so traumatized. Like, oh my God. Like, oh my God. And that was your daddy. That was your That's father. what your mama was saying, too, when your dad was in her. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why are y'all so crazy? Y'all are crazy. Thank why y'all so crazy? What's the moral of the story? Why are y'all listening so crazy? Why and then they so wonder crazy? why I'm crazy. What's the moral it's of the story? It's your fault. There's no moral of the story. These are the stories. <laughs> lock, the, yeah, lock the goddamn door. You poor ass. Locks ain't that expensive, bro. That's all right? They no, they they're not, man. man. Lock the goddamn door. Buy some locks for your door and lock the door before you do it. It's just that simple. Or put the chair up behind the door or something. All lock right. it and put a chair behind the door? I've done that before. <laughs> just put the chair just so it makes noise so you know what's going on so they can't sneak up on you. Yeah, that's when you was poor, huh? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that's when you was a pole. Pole boy. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, but tell you what person is upset that his uh, announcement that he wants to run for president isn't being taken seriously and he also wants to change his name. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yo. Now, uh, you headed to the Bay Area later on today, right? Yes, I'll be at uh, Afrotech today with my sister, Debbie Dev. We're doing a fireside chat. Debbie Dev will be in conversation with me, talking about my favorite subject, mental health, as well as, um, you know, just black representation in the tech world. So I'll be in Oakland this afternoon. I'm okay. in and out, though. I'm only, in, I'm only in the town for a quick second. Okay. You know, I don't stay nowhere. And I want to shout out to you, Envy. I actually saw your friend Michael Sean last night, comedian, radio personality. That's my guy. Salute to Michael Sean. Yeah, I did morning radios with him in New York for a couple of years. And he is getting married, which is exciting. Now, he's been engaged for six years. And we put the pressure on him last night and told him, when are you going to set a date? Because he didn't even have a date set or anything. And he actually FaceTimed his fiance during the Lip Service Live show. And we set a date of September 19th for his wedding. So oh, y'all put him under pressure? Yes. And the whole family, his wife, his fiance, soon to be wife, called the kids in the room, and we set the date for September nineteenth. And now it's happening. Okay. So, well, congratulations, congratulations to Michael Sean. All right. Mm-hmm. Dropping the clues bombs from Michael Sean. Good guy he is. Yes, he is. Now you got rumors on the way. Uh, yes, we are going to talk about uh, the View. I know y'all saw Donald Trump Jr. was on The View, and he has a book coming out that he wants to promote, but things got very spicy. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Kanye. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Kanye West is seemingly serious about running for president in 2024. Now, he was talking at the Fast Company Innovation Festival yesterday, and he brought it up again. People seem to think it was funny, though. Listen to this. When, when I run for president in 2024, we want to definitely 
Now, what y'all laughing at? <laughs> when I run for president in 2024, we would have created so many jobs that I'm back on the run, I'm going to walk. You know, after Trump is out of the White House, they need to really change the qualifications for being president. You should have had to have you should have to have a certain level of education and you should have had to have already been some type of public official, held some type of public office in order to be president. You can't just be an entertainer or a celebrity and get to be in the highest office in the land. Things have to change. Well, Kanye also wants to change his name legally. Here's what he said. I'm going to tell you. Exactly. When the Forbes wants to call me a centimillionaire and people say it's crass to call yourself a billionaire, I might legally change my name to Christian <laughs> genius billionaire Kanye West for a year until y'all understand exactly what it is. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> That's a guy. I mean, he, I like Kanye, but... Kanye can be ridiculous. I do also think that Trump really is the greatest case for optimism ever when it comes to being president. Because the only reason Kanye thinks he can be president is because of Trump. And Trump should not be the bar. Like, like what people should do is look at some of the greatest presidents of all time and ask yourself, can you be better than that, not Trump? All right. Well, I'm really excited for this Salt and Pepper upcoming TV biopic. It's going to be on Lifetime. Mm. So it'll be a limited series. Yes. And they have That'd casted some of the actors so far. Everybody hates Chris Actress. Uh, Gigi Townsend will be portraying Salt, while the Young and the Restless star Layla Odom will be playing Peppa in that limited series. Also, Monique Paul is Spinderella, and Jamel Howard will star as Tretch from Naughty by Nature. So it should be pretty interesting to, to watch, and they are saying that it's also going to be uh, directed by Mario Van Peebles. So, okay. And of course, some Peppa and Queen Latifah are going to be executive producers on this series too. Just so you know. All right. I'm into that. Like I love some salt and pepper, so that's going to be, be really fun. Absolutely. For me to watch. All right, and let's talk about Whitney Houston for a second. We've been telling you about this book, A Song for You, My Life, with Whitney Houston, that her closest friend and ex-lover Robin Crawford has is putting out with some intimate memories of Whitney Houston and Whitney Houston in a way that we never knew. Did you know that Whitney dated Eddie Murphy? No, I didn't know that. I think I and, didn't know that. And she talks about it in the book. She says, one day when Eddie was supposed to come for dinner, I caught a glimpse of Whitney. She was wearing a black dress and low-heeled slimbacks for a moment. I thought, boy, I wish she was doing that for me. But she said by then, you know, her romantic relationship with Whitney had been over for several years. And she said Eddie Murphy never showed up that night. And that left Whitney Houston devastated. I guess he was a little wishy-washy at the time. Mm -hmm. And so on the morning that she was supposed to marry Bobby Brown, that's when Whitney Houston got a phone call from Eddie Murphy. And he called to tell her that she was making a mistake, according to Robin Crawford. But she pressed ahead and got married anyway. So I guess she always loved Eddie Murphy, but he just wasn't putting it down like he should have as far as being consistent in a relationship. And yeah, this sounds like it could be a good read mm -hmm. for you people that... Uh, are big Whitney Houston fans. My mom was such a big Whitney Houston fan that I think I'm going to have to read this book. Okay. All right, and another person who has a book coming out is Donald Trump Jr. His book is called Triggered, and it's all about how the liberals are triggering him, I guess, and his family. And he, d he went on The View to talk about his family and to defend them. And uh, some of the things that he said... Were him accusing him, were accusing the women on The View of also being, I guess, quote, problematic. He also called Mexicans rapists. He, no. he, he made, he's, wait a second. And some coming across the border, and that's a fact. No, no, Look no. at what's going on I at can the border. Let her finish. He attacked the handicapped. Mm -hmm. He bragged that's about it. He, he listen, we heard the access. Hold on. We heard the access tape. 
where he mm -hmm. bragged about grabbing women by their genitalia. That's what Megan is talking about. She's talking about lowering the discourse to his level, which is horrible for this country. Even if people are working, we don't want to have a country like that. All right, and he did try to attack some of the hosts on The View and tell them that they, too, have done things that were wrong and problematic. We've all done things that we regret. I mean, if we're talking about bringing the discourse down, Joy, you've worn blackface. Whoopi, no, you I said that sorry, Roman Polanski... I'm sorry, and don't... You, if you, you said do that it. Roman Polanski... It wasn't rape-rape when he raped a child. So let's, oh, let's okay. talk about so, yeah, serious no, Let's things. talk Come about on, this. So you want to bring this up? The yeah. question came up. I did not about, go in blackface, please. No, she was not in blackface. Thank you. Now that you've broken Down this there. piece of ice, because I guess this is the fight you wanted. I, it's not the fight yeah, I wanted. Yeah, it is. But if we're because talking about you, character, we're talking when, about these Are you things, questioning my character? I'm not no, questioning your character. I'm talking about, you're questioning my father's character. <laughs> That's spicy, you know, it's interesting. What is going on? You know, sele selective <laughs> outrage, being selectively triggered is hilarious to me because if Donald Trump Jr. hadn't have bought those things up, people probably would be on Joy and Whoopi's ass about those things. Because Joy Behar did say she went to a party as a young African woman and she put on makeup that made her darker than usual. And Whoopi, you know, did say what Roman Polanski did wasn't rape, rape even though he fled the country for sexual relations with a 13-year-old girl. Let someone else other than Trump Jr. bring those things up. Y'all might be raising hell on Whoopi and Joy this morning. All right, well, Donald Trump Jr.'s book is called Triggered, How the Left Thrives on Hate and Wants to Silence Us. So that is his new uh, book about politically correct culture. He said, the book that leftist elites don't want you to read. That's what it says on Amazon. You think that'll be a bestseller? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I think so. And I mean, you know, somebody could have simply said to Trump Jr. on that panel, you know, yes, you're right. We all got BS with us. We all have done and said things we regret. But the problem is, we aren't the president of the United States of America. <laughs> okay? That's what somebody should have said, though. And, right. you know, people can take accountability for things that they do, too. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you make a mistake and take accountability for it, then that should be fine. Instead, he's saying those things never even happened. So, I'm Angela Yee, That's and that is your rumor report. It's Friday. I just brought it down. No, I'm saying he's saying Donald Trump didn't do these things that we all heard him do. Mm -hmm. So you can't say I that never I, happened. I, yeah, I didn't, say him, I didn't hear him say it didn't happen. I just heard him say that we all got uh, BS with us. That's what he tried no, to do. No, in the he first step, he it. said that never happened. What never happened? When he was talking about Donald Trump and when she was talking about the things that Donald Trump had done, making fun of handicapped people and all of that. Oh, I missed that. I didn't hear him say yeah, he that. Said, yeah, mm -hmm. no, he said he didn't He said it didn't happen. That's just a bullfish lie. Well, I mean... Joy, and she said, we heard it, so yeah. it did happen. And Joy kind of lied, too, by saying she didn't wear blackface. Because if you put on makeup, if you if you say you're going to a party, you say you're a young, young African woman, and you're putting on makeup to appear darker, I mean, eh. 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 Do you ever see what it looked like when she had <laughs> the makeup that she had on? I did see it. Yeah. She, she, looked like right a, she looked like a Flintstone. She looked like, um, right there. She looked like Wilma Rubble. <laughs> Does that look like you think so? You would consider that blackface? I'm just curious. I mean, I don't know. She said she was a young African woman. We saw we saw somebody dressed up like Common the other day, and they had on like beige face, and they said that was blackface. So I don't know. <laughs> All I don't right. Know. Well, Charlemagne. Yes. Me giving that down could do. Uh, for after the hour, we're gonna co do a collaboration that nobody wants. Okay, we're gonna combine the best of uh, the best of two fears. Okay. Yes. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You get donkey at a date, yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey at a date, yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for donkey.
Yes, Donkey of the Day for Friday, November 8th goes to a care facility in Oklahoma City called the Jacqueline House. Now, Jacqueline House is a facility that serves intellectually and developmentally disabled people. And we all worry about folks in these care facilities. We worry if these people are getting the care they need, the care they deserve. It is very hard to trust someone you love with somebody else, right? It doesn't matter if you're dropping your child off to school or your grandmother off to an old folks home. Leaving someone you love in the hands of others is scary. You know what else is scary? It's a flu shot. Remember when we had the good brother up here? What's the good brother name, Eddie? You remember the good brother name? Dr. Torian Easterling? Drop one of clues bombs for Dr. Torian Easterling. Uh, we had him up here, and he was telling us about the flu shot and the benefits of it, and we were expressing some of our fears to him. Let's flash back, Let's flash back to that. So should people get the flu vaccination? Because everybody says you shouldn't get it. It makes you sick. The government's just putting something in your system. So should people get the flu vaccination. Absolutely. Anyone that's six months and older should get the flu vaccine. Uh, you know, and it's going to protect yourself, protect your family. Is, is it true that getting a, a flu vaccine can make you more successful? Successful? Success, you know no, what I'm trying to say? Yeah, 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 yeah. Other <laughs> respiratory viruses? No, that's not true. Okay. Most people, after they uh, get a flu vaccine, what ends up happening, they get a sore arm, they may develop a low-grade fever. Uh, but other than that, you know, majority of people do not get sick. You know, I think what we often hear is that people get sick from the flu uh, vaccine, uh, but that's a small majority of people who develop any symptoms, and uh, you're not susceptible to other things. I haven't it's had a flu shot in years. We've got to make that happen. No, I'm cool. I can come and, you know, give you a, a flu vaccine now. Nah. I'm huh? Yes, 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 yes. Well, uh, once again, uh, something else that is hard for us to trust, okay? Care facilities and flu shots, two things we are already concerned about. Well, I am about to play you a story that will give you more anxiety about both of these things. What did the Jacqueline House in Oklahoma City do to confirm all our fears about these places and the flu shot? Let's go to KTUL ABC 8 for the report, please. Tonight out of Bartlesville, a potentially life-threatening medical mishap. A routine flu shot turned out to instead be a dose of insulin for patients at a home for developmentally challenged people. Eight patients from that home, along with two employees, are now here at the hospital. We are told earlier today EMS first got the call that one person was unresponsive at the Jacqueline house. But once they arrived there, they found a scene that was a whole lot more chaotic. Police tell us every one of the clients staying here had been dosed with insulin instead of their flu shot. When the first person became unresponsive, someone called police. All these people are, are symptomatic, laying on the ground, needing to help, but can't communicate what they need. A pharmacist of 40 years had been contracted to give flu shots at the home, but it appears instead his syringes were filled with insulin. Enough insulin can kill you, but fortunately this was not the case here. Ten people hospitalized in the Jacqueline house in this care facility after they were injected with insulin instead of a flu shot. This is exactly what we worry about when we get any type of vaccine. We think they are putting something in us that shouldn't be in us already. And when it comes to care facilities, this is the type of neglect we are scared of, okay? Oklahoma City decided to combine the two. Jacqueline House decided to combine the two and give us the collaboration that none of us needed. And what makes this story even worse is that none of these people were able to even express what was wrong with them because they, are, they were intellectually and developmentally disabled. <sighs> Please give the Jacqueline House in Oklahoma City the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day.
Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes, indeed. Can you imagine? You're supposed to get a flu shot and somebody sticks you with insulin? No, I can't imagine that. <sighs> All right, now, when we come back, Jack, Can you imagine getting stuck with anything that you didn't want to get stuck with? Why? Oh, nothing. Do you have a confession? Mind. Nothing, Envy. Go and continue. Do you have a confession? No. All right, when we come back, Jacquees will be joining us. He has a new album out today, The King of R&B, and we're going to kick it with him when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. The King of R&B. That's right. Jacquees. Yes, sir. Now, we don't know how long this interview is going to be because Jacquees was late. Swear. Kings are not late, Jacquees. I know, but that was my driver fault. No, nope, I smell Kush. That was your fault. You rolled <laughs> up. You, you, I can't do this interview till I smoke. That's what happened. <laughs> that was my driver, man. He, he was, it's traffic. Now, now, the King of R&B is dropping an album called The King of R&B. Yes, sir. Do you really feel that way, or are you just like... No, nah, I really feel that way. You really feel that no way? No gimmick. Yeah. Now, explain it. Is it The King of R&B a new artist, or is it just overall? Is it's The King of R&B for my generation. For your generation. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I'm going to tell you why. I don't have a problem with that because I come from the generation where T.I. said he was the king of the South. Exactly. And nobody believed him until he said it. Yeah. And then he proved it. Right. When Lil Wayne said he was the best rapper alive, everybody was like, oh, he tripping until he proved it. Right. So you just got to prove it. You got to put the work in. I appreciate that, man. Oh, they be giving you that much flack about it? Hell what? yeah. What? For real? Come on, man. I heard, But you know what's so crazy? I heard you say that the first time I said it when y'all, I don't think you was here. You, it came back. I think y'all played Rewind some on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And you was saying, like, I heard you say the same thing you just said. I was like, oh, salute. Cause that's a, you gotta you gotta speak it you gotta manifest it right you got to yeah what did Keith Sweat say to you when you ran into Keith Sweat I heard you ran into man Keith you Sweat. just Keith Sweat why you do that and to OG he know first of all I <laughs> I apologize to him publicly OG I'm, I apologize again that's my dog yeah. you know what I'm saying but when I um when that first happened I was doing a show in Atlanta and we was backstage and I was walking backstage and then somebody was like that's the King R and B and then my boy was like you heard what he just said TK was like you heard what he just said they were like that's King R and B I'm like who that's when I turned around. And I was like, nah, I ain't even noticed it was Key Sweat. I was two in the moment. Then after I did all that, I went back in my room. My OG was like, man, you got to go back out there. He was like, that's Key Sweat. You got to go back out there. So when I went back out there, Sweat put me in the corner. He was like, he was like, little ninja, you know who I am? He said, little ninja. Yeah, he said, little ninja, yeah, he said, little ninja you know who I am? <laughs> he like, little you know who I am? Like, I'm like, yeah, he like, man, nah, little you know who I really am, no ninja? He like, you heard of Silk? He like, you heard, goddamn. He named all his records. He like, yeah, nigga, that's me, nigga. He like, you got to know who you talking to. He like, but I like you, young because you a smart young You feel me? He was like, we going to rock. You know, he was with me two days ago. He, I saw uh, the picture. Yeah, he surprised me for my uh my Pandora event. He introduced me. Okay. But OG rock with me. Like, he he hit me all the time. Like, that's my dog. Like, we formed a relationship after that. It's crazy how stuff works. But now, when you saw ain't no suck either. No, hell nah, no. Nah, no, he a real street nigga for real. Nah, for real. <laughs> I mean, back, I mean, he. Nah, but you could you tell. Know what I mean? back exactly. In the day, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now, that's my dog, man. Like. He hit me, you know what I'm saying? And he's like I say, he surprised me the other day. That was real big for him to introduce me as the king of R&B for my generation. Now, when you went back and you saw that video, and you saw how hurt he looked, did that make you feel even worse? I ain't even, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't even go back and play the clip. I ain't even, I don't even go back and watch it. You <laughs> yeah, you watch it. Nah, I ain't go back. Would you do a song with him? Yeah, we about to get ready to work. Oh, y'all doing something together? Yeah, he about to get ready to work with my um group too. Cause I, oh, you got a group? Yeah, I got an R&B group. For real? Yeah, it's called Bluff City. Bluff City. Oh, all right. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, in order to bridge them gaps between generations, that's what they got to do. Like, the young and the old got to connect with each other. Definitely. Now, yeah. YK o o Osiris said he's the king of uh, R&B as well. Who is that? Who is that? I, I about to, now, listen, he being, he sound like he being disrespectful. I really was about to ask who is that. <laughs> who is that? He sounded Def Jam. You know YK Osiris. I'm old. I, I ain't never young, heard of A young boy from Florida. I have no idea who that is. Oh. And I am, but I'm not doing that for Jacquees. Me neither. 
<laughs> you were just on live no. with him, man. That was my clone. To break it down for you, what's going on here? Not Watkins, Cyrus. He's an R&B dude. He signed a Def Jam. He's from Florida. He said he's the king of R&B. They were going back and forth at one time. Yeah, lost amnesia. But but you can't be mad at somebody for doing the same thing you did, though, right? Nah, nah. That's why I say. That's why I say it's more than one king. Like if you listen to my album, that's the first thing I say on the intro. I'm like, if we talking kings, there's more than one. So hats off to anybody that wants to be king. Yeah. So why you got beef with this guy then? I don't even know this guy. That's disrespectful, Jacquees. What? I don't know. He gonna remake all your songs the way you be doing people now. He can do it. Salute. Y'all not cool at all? I don't know him. Damn. So right now he's he's locked up right now. So I'm sure we'll hear from him in a, in, in a week or so. He got locked up that fast? Yes. Now what happened to round two? Why didn't you put that out back in July? Well, I didn't put out round two because of course you know how stuff happened, and I had to I had to I had to rechange the date. My label wanted to like put out a real rollout. They wanted to you know make more plans for me, so it went ready. So when they said that, I was like, okay, I got more time to go back in. I went back in. I remember like three days I had recorded like 20 songs, and so we swapped out some songs. And then uh, I remember Quavo was telling me like, bro, you might as well name the album King R&B. And I remember I was smart. like, I remember I was like, mm, I don't know, bro. You feel? I was like, I don't know, I might. And then I remember a lady from my label, Rochelle, was like, Jacquees, you need to name it King R&B. So after that, I thought about it, changed it to King R&B, swapped out the records, kept some of the same records. Like I got a record called Round Two that was originally the intro for the album Round Two, mm-hmm. but it's still on the project. So I kept it on there. That's the second song because I did another intro called King with Ti. That's the first song. So who is the top five R&B artists of your generation? When you say your generation, mm-hmm. who is that? Like, when me counting in, I think of uh, me, Bryson, Tori. And I'm not putting them down either because these are my folks. You know, Tori, one of my best friends. Bryson, Tori. I like Pink Sweats. I like Brent Fias. I like... I don't know who that is. I know everybody else. Yeah, Brent Fias? I think he coming up on some underground. Okay. I like um, Party, and I like... Uh, Black. I like all the young guys coming up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody coming up. Everybody dope. How you and Tori get so cool? Because, you know, we were going at it at one point. You mm-hmm. feel me? We used to like each other at first. You feel wow. me? We were beefing. Because, man, he used to try to cap on me. You feel me? I remember I felt like, see, I can talk about it now because this is my boy. But I remember we did a show for Revolt. And I remember I was just coming. We had we, we was both coming up. You know, we both come from the underground or whatever like that. So mm-hmm. we was both finna go on the next wave or whatever. But Tori was already in front of me. You know what I'm saying? So I remember I was with Stunner. And I remember I had just got off the stage and Tori was in the back. I was like, damn, that Tori. I went over there, I was like, hey, bro, I rock with you. And then he was kind of like, you know how look like he'll know you. He was like, you know, kind of like. Give you a half pound. Like, like he was like, kind of like, I was like, oh, I need to try it. Like, you know. So I remember I was like, I had said something on the internet. And I remember he added me. I was like, I thought you didn't know who I was. You feel what I'm saying? Then after that, we 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 met at Pandora stage at South by Southwest. We was supposed to, it was supposed to be a link up with him. I don't know what was supposed to go down. Tori liked the fight. Yeah, we met up. Mm-hmm. We met up. Oh, y'all Pandora. met up to fight. We met up, but we, ain't, <laughs> so yeah, but, we ain't, but, but we didn't fight though. This is before hair plugs or after hair plugs, Tori? <laughs> hey, you crazy? <laughs> I, but this this before that. Okay. But we met up. <laughs> but we met up. But we didn't we didn't fight. You feel me? Once we met up, I remember I remember he was trying to doubt my pop one of my one of my boys. I remember my boy didn't doubt him up. His boy didn't doubt my boy up. I remember this was right there, and I remember we just like, bro, we we talked it out or whatever. Then after that, we took a picture. Went viral, and after that we went on tour together. And when we went on tour together, everybody got tight. You feel me? We got super tight. Yeah, that's my boy, boy. Y'all be beefing over nothing. Nothing. Then what was y'all beefing <laughs> over? Cause he <laughs> halfway pound. Nah, it was just like you know me. I was just like I felt like man, how you on? He he was trying to. I I knew he knew who I was. You feel what me? What if he really didn't? Though? I knew he did. Cause how he didn't know who I was? And then I get on Twitter and say something. Then you at me. You said something about him. I was just like somebody. I was like man, I'm the goat besides Chris Brown. 
And he was like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, got you, got you, got and you. And I'm like, you. bro, I thought you know me. And that's how it all started. But like I say, that's my boy now. Do you recognize head plugs when you see him? Nah, that <laughs> look good. You think his <laughs> head plugs? It's not no damn head plugs. <laughs> nah, look, that shit ain't what? He mad because his head don't grow. <laughs> I had a Caesar for a long time. I let my hair grow. Now everybody said I got I ain't Caesar. So I vibe. What? I'm explaining myself. I had the Caesar. You throwing shots at me? I'm just asking a question. Let's meet out in the back and fight. He <laughs> said <laughs> I had a Caesar for a while. All right, we got more with Jacquees. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We still have Jacquees in the building. Charlemagne? Despite your catalog, though, people mm-hmm. will criticize you for, for getting popular singing other people's music. What do yeah. you say about that? I think that's crazy because everybody do it. I'm just the only one that get called out and bashed for it. But I don't understand it, but it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. Everybody do it. Is that a formula you still would use? Yeah. I ain't going to never stop remixing records. What's the last record you wanted to remix? I just, something you want to do now? Nah, ain't nothing I want to do now. I had did uh, Summer Walker playing games in 702, get it together. I mashed it together. That was just for fun. You know, I only do this stuff for fun, bro. Like, when my records can't drop or when some ain't going, uh, some I just be like, well, let me just do a quick mix right quick. Let me just throw something out there. You think you get the credit you deserve yet? No. Not even from your generation? Your generation. A little with you. Yeah, I think my generation love me, honestly. I think we just got to pull in everybody else, you know, and I think, my music gonna solidify all that. It's gonna bring them in, you know, cause now I'm a household name for real. You know, like I go in the mall, I take pictures with the mama, the daughter, the father, you feel me? So it's like, I just gotta bridge the gap between everything so it all come together. But I make the type of music everybody loves, so I know with this one, we're gonna bridge the gap for real. Well, congratulations, you just reached a billion streams on Pandora. Yeah, thank That's you. pretty big. Yeah, what's that check like, though? Does that mean anything? I be hearing them, no, I be hearing like a billion streams. I mean, streams. you get you get you get your royalties, you know what I'm saying? But you ain't gonna get a billion dollars. Yeah, is it like a? Do you at least get a million? Do you see? Is it six figures? I ain't got a million dollar streaming check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how do you make your money nowadays? Shows? Nah, I make my money off everything I do. Putting okay. out music, royalties, shows, whatever my name attached to. Who do you think your biggest competition is right now? Myself. That's it. Yeah, I ain't got no competition. So what do you do to push yourself? I just look at my old shows. I'm hard on myself. You feel me? Like I look at everything I'm doing and just study it and just try to get better. I go on the internet and look at a lot of old clips of people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, search Usher Live or something like that. You feel me? And just watch it. You feel me? And just take notes. So you study the OGs, basically. Yeah. That's how you get better. Yeah. Yeah, I don't watch nobody in my time. Now, when you when you and Little Duval... Yeah, that's my dog. Dropping that nasty featuring Tank! Uh, they got a song called Nasty featuring Tank. Yes, sir. I don't know if Tank's on the record no more. What's the? I don't think Tank's on the record. I don't think Tank on the record. Why Tank not on the record? I don't know. I don't think he on the record no more. For real? Yeah, I don't think Tank on the record. So it's Lil Duval. It's Lil Duval featuring me. And y'all took him off that record. Yeah. Is it out? Nah, we finna drop it. How y'all take Tank off? Take the OG. I don't know. That ain't my record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tank made. Was that Duval record or your record? That's Duval record. Tank made some great ass R and B. What'd you think about his two comments? Uh, I would have never said no like that. I would never do no like that. That's not me, but if that's how he chooses to live his life, that's that's cool. I'm, I have nothing against him and his choices. Clear it up, because Tank didn't say... <laughs> I wasn't here for the interview. But Tank didn't say he took two <laughs> No, I'm just saying, say I that. would never partake in a conversation about <laughs> private parts with men. Like, I like like that's oh, that to me that's that wasn't cool but if that's how he chose to live his life then that's cool Jacquees 
Did somebody talk to you about that? Did they, did they tell you, do you ever get asked about Tank? Because you delivered that <laughs> so perfectly. <laughs> You're like, I put everything. Like, go. Never had a conversation nah, I mean, about you. Nah, I just, you know, like, I, I let everybody live their life how they live their life. You know, I don't judge anybody. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he didn't say he did it. He, I, I don't know why the f he started talking about yeah. that. To be I honest. mean, I don't I don't judge him. Like I say, that's my boy. You know, however he chooses to live his life. That's Takes him. that into two f***s, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't choose to live my life that way. But if he does, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why they took the record off. I wonder why they took Tank off nasty, man. Man, I don't know. That you got to ask Duval. You should have capitalized off all that heat Tank had. It's not my record. Would you collab, <laughs> would you, would you collab with Tank? Uh, I have records with Tank. Oh, you do? The, yeah, previous past records. Have you ever put them out? Yeah, he's on a couple of my mixtapes. Okay. Yeah. But you do new ones with Tank. So it's just you and Tank on the record? Yeah, on my old mixtapes, yeah. So that's two s on one record? Uh, nah. Nah. Technically, it is. Nah. Would you do new music with Tank? Uh, most definitely. He's okay. a great R&B artist. I don't have nothing against him and his, and his choices in his personal life. <laughs> yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Man, poor Tank yeah, ain't gonna man. never poor let his shit down, man. man. Tank is a member of the LGBTGT community for the rest of the Hey, man. <laughs> How he choose to live his life, man? All right. <laughs> King R&B is out right now, right man. Right now, man. Make sure you can What record you wanted to play, Jacquees? Let's play something off the album, man. Let's play Fact or Fiction. Fact, Fact or Fiction. Fact or Fiction. What's that about? Uh, Fact or Fiction is like a Let's Stay Together record. Like, it's like you telling your lady, like, don't believe everything that's going on. Like, you know, it's not true. This is what I'm telling you. Listen to me. Let's stick it out. You got, you got a lady in your life right now? You 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 cool? Is it? Yeah, yeah, I got a lady. Okay. Yeah, Wasn't you dressed up? You was dressed up on Halloween with um. What's <laughs> yeah. her name? Dreezy, right? Dreezy. Yeah, with Dreezy. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's my lady. That's but, your lady. Okay. Yeah. But then she said she was single or something. When? We said that. I saw some post. Somebody. One of the interns showed me a post where they was like, Must "Make sure man. you ask Jacque." Let me see. Must I got it right fake. here. Hold Let on. Let me see. Let me see oh, I got it right screen. here. I got it right so here. Did now, she announce that now. she was single after a petty fiction. argument? That's what they said. I don't you know. Said, I don't know where y'all seen did that. Did she announce that she was single after a petty argument? Yes, yeah, so she announced she was single on September first, but then y'all dressed up <laughs> September. Oh, that was so long ago, man. Y'all back together now? Yeah, I don't even know where they got there from. Yeah, she probably be getting mad at you. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Is it, is it hard to be faithful on the road? No, I've been on the road for a long time. Yeah. I mean, but you know, you a star. Right. You getting money. Right. A lot of women throwing themselves at you. But it been like that. So it's come a certain time when you be like, man, I'm giving me an old lady. There you go. Yeah, yeah. you right. How old are you? I'm 25. Man, a lot of young brothers love to be faithful, man. Y'all way better and way more mature than we were at y'all age, man. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> she said, yeah. Because I'm saying it's different now. It's getting it earlier. Yeah, yeah, You know what yeah. I'm saying? so many ways to get it now. Young really, everybody having a pocket full of whether they in the game or not. And plus, you don't know who's who, so you don't want to f your bag on some bullshit. Exactly. Never for nobody. You think you could be with one woman for the rest of your life? Yeah. And have a family and stuff. I want kids and stuff. I ain't got nothing yet. You got no kids yet? You nah. still wearing condoms too? What? Not with my lady. Oh. TMI. So it's only a matter of time. Before I have kids? Yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully one day. You know, I ain't no rush. All right. <laughs> yeah. Jacquees. <laughs> yeah. Fact of fiction. Let's get into it. That's yes, right. Let's sir. get into it. And the album is out right now. Make sure you stream it. Pick it up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Is the rumor report with Angela Yee the on the Breakfast Club? So listen up. Yes, so Cardi B, don't you wish you could do this? Just pull up on somebody that was trolling you and see if they have that same energy when you actually pull up on them. Well, Cardi B did just that. Here was the troll who was talking ish. Um, I will see you, sweetie. I'm on the block. Pull up. Skirt, skirt. Where you at? Now, Cardi B showed up on the scene, and here's what happened. Where 
We're standing on the same corner at the same time. We're friends. I'm not about trolls. I pulled well, then the two of them managed to become friends and squash it. Apparently, sometimes your biggest trolls are really your biggest fans. Absolutely. And people forget Cardi B's from the Bronx. She will pull up on you in a minute. Right. Imagine wasting that energy, though, on people trolling you. It's just ridiculous. Now people might keep on doing that, so you pull up. That is true. So you just got to be careful. I've never had anybody say something on social media and then see you and be like, yeah, the same ish I was talking, I'm going to talk it now. That never happens. Never so happens. Never at all. You kind of just have to be like, okay. Uh, Stephen A. Smith is getting close to that $8 million per year deal that he's doing in, at ESPN. So they have come to terms, according to the New York Post, on that new five-year contract with that pretty high annual salary. They said he's going to get anywhere between 8 to $10 million per year. So congratulations to Stephen A. Smith on getting that shmoney. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Congratulations. Queens all day. Uh. All right, young Dolph was detained. Now, cops say that he tossed a leafy substance out of his car. They said he was tossing handfuls of that out of the window of his Lamborghini before he got pulled over. And they said the officers came, but young Dolph continued driving for several blocks with them in pursuit of him. And that's when they noticed him tossing all of that stuff out of the driver's side window. If it's just weed, is it a big deal anymore? Uh, I mean, I, how do we know it was weed? It could have been a, a leaf flew into his car and he was throwing it back out in, yeah, in, in, in the world. You that know, must be what I don't. It is. I don't know why that's littering because it was outside anyway. It was just a leaf that flew in my car. I crushed it up and I threw it outside. What's wrong with that? I crushed up a leaf in my car. Yes, happens. Oh, well, sources are saying that police did search the Lambo. They didn't find any drugs. They didn't find See? guns. They didn't find anything illegal. See, so he just got a ticket for littering. See, I, I mean, and, I don't. I don't think that's fair. If a leaf flies in your car and you throw the leaf back outside, why is that littering? And also for driving with an expired tag. Well, that'll so, do it. That'll yeah, get you your ticket. It. Yeah. All right, and shout out to Nicki Minaj. She got her first wedding present, so she was excited for that. That was from Republic Records. And she does want to have now her big uh, ceremony and all of that. So she said, it was the flowers, and it said, um, Anne Hart K in white and gold roses. Okay. So she is moving into a new place with her man pretty soon, and she said, getting this gift makes me want to move my big wedding up just so I can get gifts for when I move into my new home. A part of me hates the whole wedding thing because I think these things have become more about IG and showing off than they are about the love and the union, but a part of me says do it and get mad gifts. <laughs> what do you recommend? Um, do it and get mad gifts or keep it low-key? Get mad gifts. Yeah, mad gifts, mad gifts. You I know, people this, are going to give gifts. her the most extravagant presents ever. Everybody's going to be trying. Let them do it for the gram. Yeah, Let them give you the most extravagant presents for the gram. You post them. Yeah, sometimes and, people give you whack gifts, though. But I mean, it is what it is. You should just be grateful and happy, right? And the rule is, you're always supposed to give a present that is equivalent to the amount of money they spend on your seat, right? Isn't that the rule? That is the rule. You, you pay for your ta for your uh, whatever the food is. So you pay for your your uh, your food. Your plate. Now, if you're somebody's plus one to a wedding, are you supposed to buy a present also? Um, you're supposed to pay for two plates. It doesn't matter who pays for them, but if you go to a wedding, you're supposed to pay for each plate that you're eating. So if a plate is three, $400, you're supposed to give three, $400 as a gift. Now, how do you know how much the plates are? Um, it's a roundabout money. I mean, it's a roundabout. You know what, what, what a venue you're going to. If it's an extravagant venue, you know, it could be two, $300 you know, per plate. But if you go into something in the hood, it might be $100 per plate. I mean, it's just where, where, wherever you, you the venue is. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, a shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Shout out to my family in Atlanta. I'll be in Atlanta next weekend, uh, of course, for my real estate seminar. I think there's less than 100 seats left, so I can't wait to see you guys. And then I'll be in New York December 17th, no, December 15th, 
doing real estate at the Jacob Javis Center. Just click the link in the bio for all the information. And the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Julio and Castro. Charlamagne? Last week, Mayor Pete said the race is now a two-person race between him and Elizabeth Warren. And your response to that was, anyone who thinks this is a two-person race doesn't know sh- about the black and Latino communities. <laughs> I don't think sh- I quite said it that. But what did you mean by that? What I meant is that to say it's a two-person race, uh, like I have a lot of respect for uh, Mayor Buttigieg. You know, I, he and I have had a chance to chat just briefly on the campaign trail. Obviously, you know, he's amazing in many of the things that he's done, but he's also polling at zero or right near zero percent with black voters there was a poll that came out yesterday by the economist uh and i i was at three percent but i had five percent support among black voters and seven percent support among latino voters and my point was that if you're talking like that then you obviously you know you don't know about black and latino voters and how important their vote is to anyone who is going to hope to become president of this country and i said that Trump won in part because his playbook was that enough people would sit out in Milwaukee and Philadelphia and Detroit. And we're going to need to go back to Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania and to energize that base. And if you can't energize that base, then it's too risky for Democrats to put you at the top of the ticket. Uh, And I further said that that there's a track record there with Mayor Buttigieg and African-American voters in South Bend that has been written about. He acknowledged on the debate stage that he had failed when they asked him about that relationship. And so I'm not saying anything new. Mm-hmm. I'm making, not making a critique that he hasn't made of himself. And I just think that that's a tremendous liability in a general election. And there's no way that uh, we should risk that kind of nominee. Because even when you attacked, uh, I don't want to say attacked, but when you came at Joe Biden and they called it an attack, they act like that was not right of you to do. And I'm like, I'm like, why does Joe Biden get that kind of leeway? Because he was cool with Obama? Both Vice President Biden and I served in the Obama administration, and both of us have a lot of affection and, of course, support President Obama and his legacy. But I was saying that, you know, what Vice President Biden was doing, and this is what Corey said also, it's interesting because, you know, on the debate stage, anytime he wanted to point out something great from the Obama administration, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of great things, he would say, oh, you know, basically, like, he's right there taking credit for that, almost taking credit for Barack Obama's work. Mm-hmm. But when there's a critique on immigration or some health care, some other issue about the Obama administration, he would say, well, you know, I wasn't president. Essentially, you're throwing it back yeah. on President Obama when you don't like it, but taking full credit when you do. And, you know, I, I pointed that out. Cory Booker pointed that out. I don't see that as an attack on on uh, President Obama. I see that as a critique of a fellow candidate in this race, in his campaign, Vice President Biden. I have a lot of respect for Vice President Biden. We work together in that administration. Uh, but we're also running for president, and people should know the distinctions uh, among us. Doesn't it seem like Biden has early signs of dementia, though? Uh, I haven't seen that. I wouldn't say that. Very forgetful. Uh, no, you know, when we were on the debate stage, some of the mainstream media made out this moment between him and me as though I was suggesting that. But he had said that, you know, people could buy into or would have to buy into his health insurance plan. And then right after that, he denied saying 
the words buy-in. And that my quick reaction was, wait, you know, you just, uh, did you forget that you said that? I didn't mean, I was not suggesting you something bigger. Come on. I was I mean, not. Clear, clearly it concerns you a little. It has to concern you a little bit because I've had conversations with just regular everyday people and they say that's a concern of theirs, that he seems like he has early I mean, signs I, of dementia. I've seen him up close. I would not say that. Okay. Uh, but I would say that he and I have a uh, disagreement over what we're going to do on health care. And what I was pointing out is that his plan would leave 10 million people uninsured and that my plan would actually cover everybody. The point I was making, and this goes to your early question, too, is that I believe that, you know, Barack Obama broke through and was able to get health care done in a way that seven presidents before him had tried to do and they had failed. He succeeded. But I also think that his... His vision for the future was, hey, ultimately, we're going to get every single person to have health care. Mm-hmm. And that my approach would actually do that, whereas Vice President Biden's, it would le- leave 10 million people out. And if we're going to go through the battle again of actually trying to get health care, you know, revamped, then we need to make sure this time that every single person has it. So basically, Biden's forgetting about 10 million people. He's leaving 10 million people out. Oh. <laughs> now, has Obama, have you reached out to Obama or has he reached out to you and given you any advice at all? He gave me great advice. Um, you know, he said, be yourself. That in such a crowded field, you don't know what's going to happen. And that when he started, he said he didn't exactly, of course, he didn't know exactly mm-hmm. know how it was going to He said, especially now, people want to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And go out and show them who you are. And if you do a good job with that, you know, that that things will take care of itself. He has to endorse one person. Who's he going to endorse? You? Uh, well, I hope so. I'll take his endorsement right now. <laughs> you um, no, I, I think, I imagine that he's probably going to stay out of it until the primary is over. Do you believe, Joe, when he said that Barack, um, he told Barack not to endorse him? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, if, I, I can imagine that conversation. That's not the first time I've heard that in politics. Really? You know? Yeah, I remember hearing that before. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. And listen, if you drop out tomorrow, okay. Text us first. <laughs> <laughs> then you're really If I drop out tomorrow, I'm going to say y'all were the bad luck charm. That's fine. <laughs> it look, it's right. looking that way. Oh, my <laughs> it's starting to look that way. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to keep fighting. Yeah. It's the That's what Beto club. said, too, by the way. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> Literally the day before he dropped out. No, I'll be in here the day after tomorrow. Don't worry. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, shout out to Julio and Castro for joining us. All right, now, Yee, what you doing this weekend? Oh, uh, well, you know, this weekend, right now, I'm on my lip service tour. And so I am in New Orleans tonight. So you can check us out there. Shout out to my guy, Larry Murrow, too, for helping us out with that. But we have Supercent on tonight and Currency. And then I'm going to Detroit. And Detroit, we have an amazing lineup for Detroit. So I'm excited for that. But uh, we posted that on our social media. But I'm excited that we got Sada Baby. We got Icewear, Vezo coming through in Detroit. Also, all my girls from JLB are going to be on that show, too. So that was important to me, that sisterhood from everybody at JLB. Um, we have FMB, DZ on that show also. A lot of Detroit uh, really big artists, though, that are now be- becoming nationwide and international. So I'm excited to be in the D. And, you know, I got my house out there. And then after that, we are headed to Cleveland. And uh, I'm trying to remember the whole Cleveland and then Chicago. And then I'm back home. Okay. All right, now, Charlamagne, you going to be in the Bay Area? Yeah, I'm going to be in Oakland today at Afrotech. Uh, me and my sister, Debbie Dev, we're doing a fireside chat. And um, I'll be there talking about my favorite subject, mental health and uh, black black representation in the tech world, amongst a whole bunch of other things. So, uh, Oakland, I'll see you all at Afrofest this afternoon. All right. All right, you got a positive note? 
Oh, and you know what else? I'm going to be on Dr. Oz today, man. Uh, me and my radio godfather, Elvis Duran, as well as Delilah, mm-hmm. who's also part of the iHeart Mafia. We're going to be on uh, Dr. Oz today once again. Having a, a, a conversation about my favorite subject, mental health, man. You know, I want all y'all to be mentally healthy out there. So invest in your mental wealth, and I'll see you in the Bay. And you can see me on Dr. Oz today. Okay? You got a positive okay. note? Yes, the positive note is simply this, man. When you react, you are giving away your power. When you respond, you are staying in control of yourself. Remember that for the weekend. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Mm-hmm.